Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the unconscious patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. A shift is happening in our world right now. A transition from what I'll refer to as the old paradigm to a new, more highly resonating reality that I'll call the new paradigm. We all have the opportunity to make this shift, but it's not inevitable and no one is required to do so. Life in the new paradigm just feels better. It's more abundant, feels more expansive and rich in experiences and possibilities. We feel more empowered within it and are not weighed down with the heaviness of scarcity, greed, oppression, abuse, and exploitation that is prevalent in the old paradigm. If you want to make this shift during this closing window of opportunity, self-empowerment is critical. In this episode, we'll discuss what self-empowerment is on spirit level why it's so important if you want to upgrade into the new consciousness, and how it can fundamentally shift what is possible for you. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration at the end is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. Today, in Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, we're talking about how you don't need a cape to be a superhero. So, interesting title. Mm. You don't need a cape to be a superhero mm -hmm. because you have self-empowerment. Mm -hmm. All right. So I have used this word in the past, mm -hmm. and it has triggered people mm. in a negative way mm -hmm. because to them it meant something quite different from what I thought the word meant. Mm -hmm. So... And when you use that word, what are you meaning when you use that word? Yeah. So I think self-empowerment um, can trigger people because they think that it means like being selfish, mm. right? So empowering yourself so you have power over another, okay? Because the way that the old power dynamic used to be in the older consciousness is that is what happened in order to have power. So to have power, you had to either um, step on another person, abuse them, oppress them, um, diminish them in some way so that you can gain power from them. Okay, mm -hmm. that's often how power was derived. Not always, but often, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. And so when I'm talking about self empowerment, it's quite opposite to the paradigm of power that used to be. Okay. So in that old paradigm, not only was power like in this way where like one person was at the top exerting influence, power, abuse, control over others there was also this feeling that the person at the top was elevated in some way. Mm. You know, this ideal that we were aspiring to because we could not embody that in some way. You know, like we elevated them, like they're better than us. And so if they ever fell down, we were very disappointed because here's this magnificent leader or teacher or guru or God or whatever, fill in the blank. And when they show their humanness and show their frailty or their failings, then we judge them. Yeah. Okay, so the, in the... Because why? In that paradigm also, we're not worthy of the leader. We're less than them. Okay, so I'm just outlining the old paradigm to give you a contrast. Yeah. So when I talk about self-empowerment, it's quite opposite, which is that, in fact, you're not broken. You're not, like, unworthy. You don't need to be fixed or saved or healed. 
by someone else. Yeah. You can be helped and guided. However, you have the authority to make the change that you need to to ascend on spirit level. So this is a fundamental shift that's happening from like, I'm broken, I need to have somebody bless me and tell me that I'm okay, to a state where we all have this recognition that, wait a minute, there's something within me, this thing called free will, this thing called the brilliance within, this divinity within me, even though I don't know really what that is, that is wanting to shine brighter. And there's something within me that wants to enable that. I don't need to be fixed per se, but I want to make that shine brighter. Mm. So I'm going to pick up the tools and the work or whatever it is that, you know, frequency work or whatever kind of modality to raise my frequency resonance because I know that I'm empowered. Like I can help myself rise in my frequency resonance, rise in my consciousness level. So would you say that you're talking about the recognition that we have that power within? Yes to make that connection and to make a better version of ourselves or be a better version of ourselves. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Okay, so because when I heard you talk about the old paradigm, I mean, I'm still seeing that. That's still existing. Yeah, it's very strong, yes, Tom. Yeah. So for the steps of self-empowerment, how do we tap into that within ourselves? Like, how do I recognize that I am not self-empowered right now? Right. So if you're... um, You're not self-empowered when, okay, so first of all, I think a lot of people think you're self-empowered when you have ultimate clarity. Mm. You know exactly what's happening, why, how, what you're going to be doing next. Do you understand what I'm saying? They Uh they associate like certainty or clarity with self-empowerment. Right. You can be self-empowered and completely unsure what the hell is going to happen next. Yeah. Okay, I just want to make that distinction. Yeah. So it's not about mental knowing of what's coming next. Mm-hmm. That's not what creates empowerment, self-empowerment. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And from my perspective, that's just a perpetuation of the mind wanting certainty. Yeah. Okay? So I want to distinguish that and say, well, how do you know when you're self-empowered? Well, you'll know when you're not, meaning you feel like you're a victim or you really um, take in what other people say is true for you or about you. Mm. You're very influenced by other people's emotions or thoughts or feelings or judgments or whatever. Now, please know, we're humans, so you are going to be influenced to some degree or you know, by other people. It's not like you're in a vacuum or anything like this, but it impacts you deeply. But it also knocks you off your center. Yes. Right. You, yes, you're not very, like you're not oftentimes you don't feel like you're centered and stable and strong and whole. Mm. You're the opposite of that. Scattered, not focused, floaty, kind of messy. Like, you know, we're all messy because we're human, but, you know, there's some people who are, like, really messy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Like, life is just getting more and more chaotic for them. That's when you know you're not empowered. So you're reactionary almost. Yeah, right. reactionary. Or <clears throat> the other face of that would be judging others often, in bl- blaming others, you know, feeling entitled. All of that indicates lack of self-empowerment. Why? Because you're essentially then acting only from the perspective of the little as self, mm-hmm. right? The perspective of the ego mind to which life happens to. You know, you're like victim to life and now you're in reaction to it or people or circumstance or whatever you want to call it. It really doesn't matter. But there's no, you know what I mean? Like you're disempowered in this, in this illusion or mm. the physical reality. Mm-hmm. Sense? Mm-hmm. When you become, start to become self-empowered, you're like, wait a minute. Does it have to be this way? Do I have more say over what my experience is, what my feelings are, how stable I am, how internally strong I am, how centered I feel? 
well, maybe I do. Maybe it's not just me in response to everything. Maybe I can feel different. Now, that is the beginning of self-empowerment. Like you are saying, that's it. I'm taking you know, control of or um, taking, I don't know if it's controls the right word, but like taking the lead in my own life. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like when I'm hearing you talk, it's mm -hmm. kind of like saying, why do I keep entering into this toxic relationship when I come away feeling so bad down my resonance drops? Now it's time for me to say, no, I'm worth more. Mm -hmm. I'm going to turn my head the other way and try and create a new relationship. Is that yes. similar? Or similar. It... Yeah. Because when you're not empowered, fundamentally, what happens is you put someone else's authority over your own. Mm. Okay, you feel like, so for example, I see this a lot in the spiritual community, like somebody has a guru or a guide or a teacher or a healer or fill in the blank, whatever the person is, mm -hmm. okay? And the, the devotee or the follower, let's just say the seeker, has an, a strong intuitive feeling about what they feel is right or wrong, okay? So they feel that. And the teacher, guru, whatever you want to call it, person, healer, says the opposite. Actually, no, that's not true. Okay, that what you're what you're sensing is actually incorrect. It's something else entirely. Yeah. So the follower is like, oh, oh, I guess they must be right. I'm just totally wrong. Maybe there's something wrong with me. Maybe I sensed it wrong. Maybe I just misunderstood. Maybe I'm not advanced enough. Maybe I'm not awake enough. But whatever, right? A whole bunch of different lists. Now, I'm not saying that there is never a pearl of wisdom or truth in the other person. But like, if intuitively you know that like it's really counter to what you feel that may be a sign that you're putting, giving your power away to that other person, the mm. teacher, the healer, the guru, the whatever, mm. because you're not honoring your own intuitive sense of what's true for you. Yeah. You just like shove that under the rug and take on what they believe is true for you. Yeah. Okay. So carrying on from that, the grander picture of this is from a frequency resonance perspective and a collective mm -hmm. perspective and raising the consciousness. When we're doing that, so we're actually diminishing ourselves mm -hmm. and our brilliance and turning our turning ourselves away from ourselves. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay, so if we want to raise our reson frequency resonance and have that brilliant life and interact with the illusion in a better way, we have to move into a place where we start to bring back the power to herself? Is yes, that what you're saying? exactly. It's to recognize your own authority, your own significance, mm. that you are important. Now, I know for a lot of people who do certain personal development work, significance can be a bad word, right? Like you think too well of yourself. You know what I mean? Like there is yeah. that sort of... So I don't mean that from an ego standpoint. I mean like you're significant, you're important in the all that is, that you actually have the authority and the power to intuitively know what's right for you mm. and mm. what's not right for you. Actually, that's stronger for some people. Yeah. And it, what's interesting to me about people is there's so much fear mm. often with people. So they'll sense something, okay, so meaning a truth within themselves about themselves or someone else, and then the guru, teacher, whatever you want to call it, healer person, says, oh, what you thought about yourself or this other person is incorrect. They're actually completely different, okay? And then there's something about what the teacher person says that doesn't sit well with the seeker. But even though they're, sh you know what I mean? They're not sure. 
they keep going back to the teacher because they're not sure. They don't honor what they know is true for them. Mm. So in that moment, what happens at a frequency resonance level when that's happening? Yeah, so what you're doing is you're negating yourself, which is not great because what it does is it just drops your resonance because you're always then in that um, dynamic where you are not recognizing the amazingness that you are, mm. your own divinity, your own brilliance, your own truth, your own authenticity, you know, all that stuff. You actually are negating that. And I've watched people do it over and over again, where they put someone else's word above theirs, even though the other, the teacher healer type told them something terribly abusive, they still keep going back to that person. Mm. And I'm like, wow, if the person's really that advanced, why are they telling you something that's uh, like diminishes you? Yeah. Like, yeah, is that yeah. really needed? Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I always have in the back of my mind, we all came from the same place, high level consciousness. Yeah. And we all agreed to, if you're here right now, living in a human body, we all agreed to this. Yes. So we're all equal. Exactly. Right? We are all equal. We're all equal and we're all connected to that highest level, pure source consciousness. Mm -hmm. So straight off the bat, nobody's better than you. Yes. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And people, I don't know what it is about humans. We tend to measure ourselves against other people all the time. And we tend to elevate those that we want to aspire towards, mm. you know, and in that we create an inequality. Yeah. yeah. And what I also uh, notice is when we diminish ourselves and elevate somebody, we keep that dynamic happening. Yes. It's just stuck. We're stuck in the loop the whole time. Yep. We're not helping that person that yep. has already decided that they're better. Yeah. And we're not helping ourselves. So it's a lose-lose as opposed to a win-win. Yes, right. exactly. So this yeah. is why self-empowerment doesn't just serve yourself. It serves the collective because yes. it stops this dynamic from, from happening. spinning, right? Yes. And it also, as you say, like it doesn't help them. It actually amplifies their distortion, mm. right? It amplifies that that distortion in, in that power dynamic, Yeah. and which then continues to create more abuse towards you. Yeah. <laughs> so here you are in an abusive situation, giving more power to the person who is diminishing you. Yeah. And you do it over and over and over and over again. And you know, it's interesting because in the spiritual community, you can see this and it's amplified by not just one person. It's like thousands of people doing it. Yeah, that's right. And you're just like, wow, this is kind of messed up. Yeah. yeah. The very thing they're claiming they're gonna help you rise from. Yeah. It's the very thing they dip you further into. Yeah, yeah. I know. Well, yeah. we do it to ourselves. Yes. Because we're not self-empowered. Exactly. Okay. So we don't recognize our own authority, our own significance and how you are important. Yeah. You know, in, I kind of, I've talked about this before and, um, you know, the all that that is in terms of a metaphor can be imagined like a large tapestry. You know, this large, huge, infinite tapestry. And all of us are a thread in that tapestry with our own specific color and weight and, you know what I mean? Like its mm. own specific resonance. But the tapestry isn't complete without you. Yeah. You, know, the, the, you are needed. You, you are significant in that tapestry. Now, what you choose to do with your own thread and how brilliant you are and how, um, how much you... Um, can make the other threads around you sort of yeah, look good, look good. <laughs> <laughs> and become more beautiful mm. is up to you. And, and that thread can be different shades of that color, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. So it's you not can... just one color yes. or one thickness of thread. Yeah. You can be a variety, variety. of yeah, different yep. parts of the tapestry. Exactly. Yeah. So what do you offer 
let's just say I'm looking at your website and I re recognize that I give up my power in too many places and too often. What do you offer that could help me, you know, mm -hmm. be more or to be stronger in this self-empowerment, you know, place yeah. that I want to be? So the first tool, what I would suggest, okay, is actually the Mastering Momentum Six Core Essentials mm. course, okay? Mm. Because that will start to have you build up your internal strength really strongly and to hold your space and to know when it is that your space is being pressed into by someone else. This is your six core essentials. essentials. Yeah, finding yeah. the six core essentials. Now, if that's too big of a jump for you, I would say the smallest, fastest jump you can take into self-empowerment is to learn how to confirm the removal of the distortion pattern. Confirming the removal of the distortion pattern. Yes. Of what? Lack of power? Well, just to know how to do it. Ah, uh, okay. Because in the act of confirming your, the removal of the distortion pattern, you realize that you have the power to do it. You have the power to clear. Yes. Uh -huh. So I think that's really important. Now, if you don't know what confirming the removal is, there is an entire GFG uh, episode, like this one, yeah. called the most powerful tool in your toolkit. So I would listen to that. And then the GFC following that, plus the GFC that we have on our website, is a very specific five-step process into how to confirm the removal. Because sometimes empowerment comes from a sense of confidence. Mm, mm, you know, it's like, mm. oh yeah, I do have the power to impact my reality. Yeah. I do have an ability to shift things around me. I have the authority exactly. to decide what I will and will not move. Exactly. I don't give it to you to tell me. Exactly. Yeah. And then you get to start to feel more centered because you're active in the participation in terms of what is being released from you at spirit level. Mm. You have free will. So I, I just want to underscore this because people often in the old paradigm want someone to save them. They want someone to just like fix them immediately. Let me make this very clear. This is your journey. This is your remembering. This is your liberation. This is your brilliance. It is for you to claim. No one can do it for you, which is sounds scary. Like, oh my God, maybe I can't do that. You can. And What's amazing about it is no one can do it for you. So that's tremendous amount of power that you have to liberate yourself. Now, can people guide you? Can people help you along the way? Can people um, give you tips? Sure, you know, but ultimately this is about you coming into the, like, the embodied resonance of Consciousness, right? Mm -hmm. So meaning, recognizing that you are infinite, indestructible consciousness having an embodied experience. Now, intellectually, you might hear that be like, I don't even know what the hell that means. Oh, what's she talking about? Mm -hmm. And that's okay, because as your frequency resonance rises, it just starts to happen, Yeah, actually. So don't worry about it if you don't understand what it means. This is not about an intellectual concept. This is just what happens when your resonance rises. And then when you start to recognize that, you realize very quickly that you don't want anyone else mm. taking your authority away from you. Because mm -hmm. that's not cool. And the consequence to you when you take away someone else's authority because you think you know better. Yeah. Or because you're trying to protect yourself or defend yourself or whatever, you know? And then do you get to a level where you don't even worry about anybody taking it away from you? Because yes. it's just not possible. Exactly. All right. Because you're so strong and you feel that so you're so strong in terms of your internal stability, in terms of your frequency resonance, and you feel your connection to the all that is or pure source or the divine or the oneness or whatever you want to call it, you realize you can't be hurt. That's the indestructibility part. Yeah. You are indestructible. So it's like you really realize that on a really core level. You're like, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I have a physical body that 
can be harmed and stuff, but me as consciousness, this infinite being, I can't be destroyed. Yeah, and I often wonder as well, as I'm listening to you talking, <clears throat> if I am in that place, then anything that comes at me at a human level, I will recognize purely as an opportunity to establish it even more. Yeah. Right? To strengthen, to recognize this is just another place for me to in ensure my authority. Yeah. Right? That's right. And I just, can I come back just really briefly? Mm -hmm. You said you have free will. Mm -hmm. I've heard in numerous places we don't have free will. Yeah. So I'm wondering, are you talking about free will after we've cleared distortion patterns? Yes. Right. So <clears throat> you have a little bit of it to right. begin with. Right. Okay. So what do I mean by that? So you have some free will. But the thing is, the reason you don't, okay, and people might think, well, I can do whatever I want. Mm, I mean, I can mm. go to the store, I can spend money, I can drive around, I can buy whatever I want, it's not like I'm imprisoned. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So I can choose things, obviously. Okay. But the things that you choose are a result of your distortion patterns. So right. they limit you, meaning they are the filters through which you see the world. And what you think is possible, what you think is not possible, what you believe can even be expressed through you, all that stuff is influenced by the distortion patterns. Right. So you think you're free, but you're not because you're bound by those distortion patterns. Make yeah. sense? Yeah. Because yeah, everything yeah. you're doing, you're thinking, you're feeling, whatever, are a is a result of those distortion patterns. Mm -hmm. So as you clear your distortion patterns, your ability to act more in your sovereignty, and if you don't know what sovereignty is, please watch the episode that you and I talked about that, mm -hmm. which is very important. You start to feel it, become aware of it, know it, and live from it. Because you're like, wow, I'm not bound by those same filters anymore. Those things that triggered me, those rule sets that said that I had to do this, the expectation or the obligation that I had to do something else, the fear that limited me, all that stuff starts to drop away. So you really now have a chance to choose from a place that's not fettered by those distortions. Mm -hmm. yeah. It all sounds amazing. And for me, I like when I hear this, I see a future. If we all learned to be self-empowered in a higher level frequency resonating way, we wouldn't need gurus anymore. We wouldn't. Right? Yes, we exactly. We wouldn't need these uh, high profile Yes. Because um, we, we, we already knew it inside. Yes. We already knew how to be self-empowered. So then it would be this, hey, did you get that information? Oh, would you mind sharing it with me? Yeah, Instead exactly. Of, you know, now I'm going to tell you. Yeah. How, la, la, yeah. La, la, la. Or I'm going to like bow at your feet. Yeah. And, and sort of like, you know, bag. Be, a bag <laughs> for like scraps of wisdom. You know, it's more like, okay, no, actually... I mean, I do need help because I don't actually know what I'm doing here. Yeah. Would you mind helping me? Great. So as I rise in resonance, there's something that is shared, you know? So yeah. in my learning, even though it's like, it seems slow to me, you're helping someone else learn. Because, yeah. you know, the questions you ask or whatever happens, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like everyone's sort of learning together more dynamically oh. as opposed to like one person, like speaking down to the masses. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, it's like when I'm baking with my son, you know, I'll teach him how to do it. And then he comes back at me with a different way of doing it. I'm like, whoa, thought that yeah yeah well you know my husband Chris is like your son too he'll be like you know we'll take the same route home all the time from the store or whatever it yeah. is and then all of a sudden he'll go rogue and he'll like take another he's like I, I saw the shortcut I think it's gonna work and at first if you really irritate me I'm like just go just home. go home on the road that is accustomed <laughs> but then he's like oh but see this was much shorter I'm like 
<laughs> and because he was being self-empowered in that moment by not letting you push in on him. Yes, and exactly. And I'm going to just show you yeah. the difference and then you can decide right, after Linda. that. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> correct. So you didn't let me take away his authority, which mm. is perfect. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Let's get to it. Yeah. For those of you who are new, we're about to start the Group Frequency Calibration, or GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down, or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find that they go into varying degrees of altered state. Please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay, here we go. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for You Don't Need a Cape to Be a Superhero. So the intention of this particular group frequency calibration meditation is to help you to release the distortion patterns that keep you from moving into self-empowerment. Now that might sound odd, like of course, doesn't everybody want to be self-empowered, but you'd be surprised at how many distortions from your lineage, culture, religion that stop us from being in this state fully. So with that said, settling in. becoming aware of your body. And as you become aware of your body, becoming aware of the soles of your feet. Noticing the distance between your toes the curve of the arch, the roughness of the skin. And now becoming aware of the weightedness of the body as it sinks further into whatever is supporting you, whatever your position is. Noticing the texture of whatever is supporting you. Good.
And now please become aware of your breath. Just noticing your breath at first without changing it. Noticing if you have a need to change it to make it better, or if you can just notice it. And after a couple of seconds of noticing your breath, allowing your breath to become fuller, allowing it to deepen further into the body. become much slower. And then, when you're ready, imagining your breath expanding and contracting like a balloon in all directions around you. So we don't really think about the direction of our breath. And if we do, we usually think of it in front of us, or perhaps behind us. But in this case, imagining it expanding and contracting in all directions around you. Cultivating spherical awareness. Good. And now please become aware of your surroundings. Noticing the soundscape all around you, both on your end and on my end. And noticing the relative distance of the sound from you and the relative direction. So for example, you may hear close over your left shoulder, the hum of the fridge. And then much further away, still over your left, but this time towards the front, the call of birds. So becoming very aware of the soundscape around you. Yep. And then blinking your eyes open. Noticing the quality of the light. You're not looking at anything in particular in terms of objects. You're just noticing the quality of the light, which changes all the time, depending on the time of year, the time of day, what the weather is doing. Yeah. And after you notice the quality of the light, keeping your eyes open, please triangulate. So for those of you who are new, triangulation 
simply means to become aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. What those inanimate objects are is not important. And so what you're doing is you're noticing the distance between each object in you and then feeling that distance. So let's imagine that object A is the TV. And the TV is about seven feet to you. So you would notice the distance of seven feet between the TV and you. And then you would feel that distance. And you do the same thing for objects B and C. And as you do this with each object, your sense of where you are in space will become more present, more focused, and more clear for you. And whenever you've completed triangulation, closing your eyes and bringing your attention to your heart space in the center of your chest and your nipple line, all the way up to the hollow of your throat. So becoming aware of this space. Bringing a hand to it or a couple fingers to this spot becoming really aware of this part of the body. So now let's take a nice deep breath together, keeping your hand on this part of the body, holding your breath at the top of your breath for a count of five. And whenever you've completed your five count, releasing your breath at the speed and intensity you prefer, holding your breath out for a count of six. Whenever you have completed that one single long breath, breathing normally, keeping your eyes closed. And what we're waiting for is for the mastermind to coalesce and become coherent. So for those of you who are new, I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level. I sometimes work in silence, depending on how high the frequency resonance is that I'm working with and how fast the mastermind is moving. You will always also, excuse me, hear me make sound. So you'll likely hear me exhale sharply or yawn or hum. And that's just how I release some of the heavier stickier distortion. And if I say something that really resonates with you, it's likely yours, or at least a distortion pattern that you're running. And if I say something that you re really resist, that too is likely a distortion pattern that you're running. So I invite you to remain open, curious, aware, and to examine further.
Nice. So now that the mastermind has coalesced and become coherent, keeping your hand on that same spot, okay, it's been there the whole time, between the heart, all the way up. Let's go ahead now and ask ourselves the question, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again, for those of you who are new, is how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the center of your body. And as you become aware of this surprisingly vast space, imagining or becoming aware of a brilliance at its very center that starts to become brighter because you have your attention on it. And as it gets brighter still, it starts to expand out through all your cells. out through your organs, your bones, radiating further out through your muscles, your flesh, and your skin. Into the space between your physical body and the outer perimeter of your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Becoming very aware of the brilliance within the sphere. And now, please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become more aware of this infinite space, I'm uh, pulling your frequency resonance higher, irrespective of where it began. How high your frequency resonance is, or said differently, your vibrational rate, determines everything from how your life looks to you, how you perceive it, 
how much change you can experience, how much distortion you can release. So it's one of the most important things we do together. Excellent. Bringing your attention now, please, to the space between your forehead and your pineal gland, which is a sphere in the very center of your brain. So if you can imagine the space between your forehead and your pineal gland, in addition to your heart space in the center of your chest and your nipple line. So there are a number of distortions here. So the first is not being worthy of being fully empowered. Okay, that sounds odd. I mean, you know, you might think, well, of course I deserve to be fully empowered. But you'd be surprised okay, how we can self-sabotage, make get distracted from, judge ourselves, etc. Because we don't really feel like we're worthy of being empowered. And right behind this, or entangled with this, is the distortion pattern of disempowerment and also victim. Like, I can't. I never have been able to. So why should I be able to now? And for even those of you who have been successful, there can be this niggling fear that's unexpressed of what if I can't? What if I'm not able to? What if I'm not strong enough? Then what? So releasing all of this, depending on what subgroup you're in, Excellent. Keeping your attention on those two spaces. And imagining a brilliance from deep within that expands outwards in all directions.
Good. Nice. Excellent. Bring your attention now, please, just to that heart space, right in the center of the chest and the midline. And this time, on your forehead, on the surface, right where your third eye is, okay, where most people believe the third eye is. So if you imagine the space between your two eyebrows, right in the center, and then go up between the center, to the center point between that spot and your hairline. Okay, so right on the surface of the forehead. Mm -hmm. Okay, so these are control patterns coming from religion, from lineage, from culture. If you're fully self-empowered, you're very, very difficult control. It's just the way it is. You, you won't tolerate it. You will find ways around control. You will release the distortion within your field. There's a whole bunch of things that you'll do if you're fully self-empowered, again, which is very difficult to control. So we're going to release these control patterns so we can step more fully into our potential of who we can be. Imagining a very, very deep, velvety blue, almost black, but not quite, starting to expand from deep within you, all the way out in all directions around you. Uh -huh. And if you can't imagine, sense, feel, or be aware of, you just know. And it's expanding in that space. Good. Bringing your attention to the xiphoid process right at the base of the sternum, which is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest. So if you trace your sternum from the hole of your throat all the way to its base, and you move from bone to flesh, that fleshy point, it's a little tender when you press on it, that's your xiphoid process. So being aware of the space from the xiphoid process down three inches or seven centimeters in a straight line towards the belly button, clearing out your pain body, resetting it to the new higher resonating version of you. This only takes a couple of seconds makes your integration faster and smoother. 
because your pain body remembers everything about you before the frequency work done was done. So that can make it much harder to integrate. So resetting the pain body. Good. This brings us to the end of this group frequency calibration. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support. If you'd like an opportunity to ask me questions in real time, then subscribe to the Spherical Luminosity YouTube channel and click the reminder bell to be notified when I'm about to go on live. For the latest news about upcoming events and to be notified when sessions with me are released, subscribe to our newsletter. Join us and let's rise together.